Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Okay, episode number one, wowzers. Why did I decide to start a personal development, mindset-focused podcast? Well, (laughs) because that is something that I deeply needed about a year, year and a half ago now. I hit rock freaking bottom, my friend. I fell flat on my face and I want to talk to that girl today. Let me give you some background here. Over a year ago now, I found myself blindsided by the breakup of an almost four-year relationship. I moved two states away from my family to live with this person knowing that I wasn't going to be entirely happy, but at the same time believing that that was the only choice that I had. That was it. And even then, I fell to the ground. I was far from home, alone, and living with my ex nonetheless, and my noggin, it was not cute. But that night, the night of this inevitable breakup, that was the first time that I really faced the topic of suicide. Now, girl, listen, I don't say that for the, oh, poor Emily, oh, that's awful reaction. No, I say that. Because it wasn't really the circumstances that were fogging my view. It was my freaking head, dude. So today, I have some things to say to that girl. That rock bottom girl sitting on the kitchen floor of her Illinois apartment, not sure whether she should start packing up her things or just get in the car and drive back to Ohio. I want to talk to her. So... My rock bottom friend, listen up. I wish that I had allowed myself to feel that rock bottom fully. I had a very brief moment of extreme and heavy emotion, and then I pushed all those feels real down deep. But what I should have done and what my grief counselor training should have screamed at me to do is to face those feelings head on, head on, to look them in the eye instead of pretending that they weren't there because even when we pretend that they're not there, somewhere they still take up space, space that we could be using for something else. I want you to pause for a moment and As long as this rock bottom event or moment wasn't extremely recent or still isn't too traumatic for you, I want you to think about it. Set a timer for like 10 minutes and let whatever feelings come up, just let them come. Literally welcome them and reflect on them for a minute. First things first, 
let's make one thing very clear. This, this feeling that we're reflecting on, that is not going to last forever. With whatever brought you here to this rock bottom place, whatever that was, are you going to have to adjust to a new normal? Yes, you are. I won't sugarcoat that, but listen, let's distinguish Is this feeling going to last forever? No. If your rock bottom is anything like mine, you feel lost right now, right? You feel lost, you feel alone, and you feel like this, this muck that I'm feeling, this is my worth. But friend, this feeling right here that we are reflecting on, this is not going to last forever. We need to sit down and take some time to separate those two things. This feeling will not last forever. A new normal will come. Now, here's what I wish I had done next. I wish that I had fallen forward. Maybe your rock bottom is similar to mine. Maybe it's completely different. But I've worked with all kinds of rock bottoms in my clinical experience. Addiction, poverty, breakups, major life transitions, loss of a family member, deep, deep betrayal, or significant trauma, loss of a job. It doesn't really matter because the core feelings seem to be the same. Tell me if you connect with this. Feelings of failure. Like you somehow should have seen this coming. Like this was somehow your fault. Like whatever brought you to this rock bottom place was what a person like you deserves. You feel like you're falling, but it's almost kind of like you just sit down. And if you're like me, you sit down for a while. In hindsight, I wish that I had fallen forward. I wish I had used my rock bottom as an opportunity to grow. I got to that part of the journey eventually, but here are some things that I wish someone had told me. After you give yourself that time to feel the feels, and you absolutely should, after you take that time to look at the ground beneath you and feel this change, girl, lift your gaze. Pick your chin up off the ground and own it. Yeah, own it. Okay, I feel like I am swimming in dog crap right now. Graphic, I'm sorry, but look at it for what it is. What part did you play in what brought you here? What was outside of your control? And be real with yourself on this. Were there some red flags that you chose to ignore or some warning signs that you swept under that rug? Because I did. I knew months before I I even moved in with that person that it wasn't going to work out. Even knew that I wasn't entirely happy. But I shoved those warning signs deep down under that feeling that I was supposed to go through with it. Just to be hurt two years later. I don't ask you to look at your part in this rock bottom situation as a way for you to point blame at yourself, but we might as well use this swimming and dog crap feeling as a learning experience, right? 
And that learning, it goes both ways. What wasn't in your control? What was entirely out of your hands? For me, I couldn't control the timing. I couldn't control the fact that I was in the middle of a graduate level internship and two states away from all of my friends and family. I couldn't control the way that my ex reacted or that we had to somehow live together for almost a month afterwards so I could wait for this internship to end and run back to Ohio. That was all out of my hands. If you are anything like me, you are a fixer. You think that you somehow have to pick up all the pieces, even the ones that aren't yours, and make them look graceful. Emily, you're swimming in dog crap. It's not going to be graceful. But you can find a way to be grateful. Yeah, I said it. Grateful. (laughs) I wish that someone had forced me to see all of the good that was sitting in front of me. In the moment, of course, it is hard to be grateful, but in your healing process, dude, turn to gratitude. What is going right? What do you have on your side? I had a mother who drove in the middle of the night from Ohio to Illinois to help my booty pick up all the pieces. I had an incredible best friend from college, supporting me from before rock bottom to today. A best friend who I know is listening to this, hey gobs, but probably doesn't know that she truly saved my life with one phone call. One phone call that interrupted a handful of pills from meeting a heightened emotional Emily. The universe was on my side and so was she. Every day after that, no matter how difficult it was, I turned to gratitude before I went to bed at night. I listed at least three things that were going right or were in my corner that day. And I encourage you to do the same thing. When we are grieving or in the middle of unwanted or uncomfortable transitions, gratitude is hard to come by. Our thankful muscle isn't being put to work, so it needs to be reminded. Use it. Flex that gratitude muscle daily. I also, though, wish that someone had told me to eventually find the opportunity in my rock bottom. Emily, what the heck do you mean? I got freaking dumped. I feel like trash right now. What are you talking about? Girl, (laughs) I know. Okay, I know. But what door did that open for you? This one is going to take some time to recognize, probably. And I get that. But for me, after a few months of wallowing, yes, months, I regained control of the change around me. I decided that because someone else wasn't seeing my worth and I truly wasn't either, I was going to change that. And it was going to start with me. I started pouring into my health and fitness goals. I started actually facing the demons in my head that I tucked away for years. I started to actually get to know who Emily 
was. Who is she outside of musical theater? Who, who was she outside of college? Who was she outside of a relationship? Truly, who is Emily to her core? Do those experiences and, and memories shape me? Yes, but they do not define who I am. Maybe you need to do the same thing. Who are you at your core, dude? One of my favorite podcasters, Keisha Fitzgerald, she always asks this question, and I ask you the same thing. Are your labels serving you? I don't know, friend. Are they? What have you decided to label yourself as because of this experience? For some of you, because of your rock bottom, you may have said, I'm an addict. You may have said, I'm a failure. You may have said, I'm a mess, or I'm unlovable, or I'm unworthy, or I'm a victim. Are those labels serving your growth? Are they serving your journey? And how does that create the environment in your head? Are your labels truly serving you? Looking back at it now, I actually start to thank my rock bottom because of the doors that it opened down the line. Because I fell on my face, I moved back to Ohio. I met a stranger on freaking Instagram and started my own business. I came into my leadership and fell in love with that rock bottom girl. Yes, I love that young girl sitting on the kitchen floor of her Illinois apartment, not because she picked up that phone call, but because she fell because she failed, because she built resiliency. Is that to say that every single rock bottom experience is a blessing in disguise? No, my friend. Some things that happen in this world are not fair. Some things that happen are catastrophic and, and awful to think about as an opportunity. I can't say that your rock bottom changed your life and made you bloom into someone completely different, but I can say that that experience did something for you. Even if that something is building a thicker skin, is building resiliency, is creating grit in your day-to-day life. Grit, to be honest, friends, is one of my favorite words these days. Because that tells me that someone has seen adversity, has seen struggle, has seen hardship, and has chosen to pick themselves up, dust their knees off, and start again. And you know what? (laughs) Reflection is great, But what about the woman that's sitting in her rock bottom right now? To the woman sitting in her rock bottom right now, 
you are not going to feel like this forever. I want you to really hear me. When you feel like you're ready, feel this fully. And then pick your booty up off that kitchen floor and fall forward into gratitude. Because that is where you're going to find the opportunity. Who knows? Maybe this is a fall into a new career path or an exciting business opportunity. Maybe right now you're falling into the space that you need to meet your partner in crime or expand your family. Better yet, maybe this fall allows you to fall into your truth. Fall into your purpose. We say this phrase rock bottom because it truly feels like we are sitting on the rock bottom floor of the ocean. Darkness surrounding us and we are so bogged down that we can't see the light at the surface. I was so focused on the darkness around me and the ground beneath me that I couldn't start swimming towards the light. My rock bottom girl, my resilient friend, turn your gaze up. And when you're able to, and you've swam to the surface and you have come into your new normal and seen opportunities, I want you to ask yourself this. What did we learn from this that was necessary to take that next step forward? What did we learn? Whether it was a teeny tiny rock bottom or or the worst thing we've seen to date. What did we learn from this that was necessary to take that next step forward? I want to leave you with this. My fellow fixer, my fellow perfectionist at heart that needs to fall gracefully, this mindset, it wasn't built overnight. I didn't wake up the next day after being dumped somehow finding the opportunity and and feeling like crap. No, this is going to take time. And that's okay. That's great. Take the time. But also be gentle with yourself in the process. Be gentle with yourself. Be patient. Be patient. Because the best forms of growth are ones that are messy. So let it be messy. Let it be messy and confusing because before you freaking know it, if you're putting in that legwork and really facing your healing head on, that rock bottom girl, she's going to turn into a mountain climber. And I cannot wait to hear about the mountains that you move. My rock bottom friend, I will talk to you next time. 
dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this weirdo in your journey. If you vibed with this episode, I would love to connect with you on social media. Go share your takeaways on your Instagram story and tag me so I can thank you for spreading a message that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you for letting me sit in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey. I want to hear about the mountains that you're moving. But until next time, stay kind to that mind, girlfriend. I'll talk to you soon.